0: You know the vibes! The Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K22. Another week of NBA playoff action is underway. I am Mootsi alongside real name of gimmicks. Mr. BJ Armstrong. BJ, what a weekend it was. What a week it's been. The first round continues to deliver excitement. No disappointment. It's been crazy. How have you found it? Very, very interesting. Very interesting.
1: And this New Orleans Pelicans series, Mo, mm. with the Phoenix Suns, the reigning Western Conference champions, we got a
0: situation now. It's become a best of three series. The teams have split the we first We have a real games. situation. Two-two.
1: Two. this team, the New Orleans Pelicans, they're playing with a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. Very convincing win in game four. Now, it's a best of three. And right now the Phoenix Suns are gonna have to figure out how to get two wins in the next three games or else we're gonna have a major upset. Make no doubt about it. When you beat a team two out of the four games, it's a serious, now it's a toss up. Mm-hmm. So this very interesting. Denver, will get to them. They, you know, they, I think it's inevitable what's about to occur, but give them credit for winning. They didn't get swept. And then of course Giannis. Of course. That's <laughs> Giannis real name no gimmicks let's stop with all of the who's the best player who's the MVP let's stop with all of that. Okay. Giannis
0: okay. is the best player you see when in the league, when right. you just said of course I thought you were going to talk about the only team that remains undefeated in the playoffs so far, but we'll get on to that. Well, we do we, we it. They, with didn't, Phoenix play for a they didn't play today. We'll they, they didn't in play today. We were recapping the whole today. weekend because we ain't been here since Friday. Let's okay. stick with Phoenix for a second. Chris Paul, four points. Three rounds, 11 assists, two steals. Four points. Kyle Bridges, eight points. These kind of guys, these kind of performances just ain't going to cut it without Devin Booker in the lineup. Devin Booker's leaving a 20 to 30 point hole in your team that needs to be made up now. Travell McGee had 14 off the bench. And, you know, DeAndre Ayan continued to impress with 23. But what stands out to me is this kid, Herb Jones. He has been playing Man. amazing defense. Yeah. Yes, amazing. The rookie. You don't see rookies come in with this level of composure, this level of experience, this level of in the playoffs taking on a Hall of Fame talent, one of the best players ever at his position, and coming up with good results. I love it. I've been been super impressed. Now, BJ, it's a best-of-three series. How do you see the next three games playing out? Well, right now, Chris Paul is without question
1: the player on the Phoenix Suns that can close the game. And they're going to have to carry that game. To a place where Chris Paul is going to have to finish the game. What's I was going to? Now, I don't know who has the ability to carry the game. When I mean carry the game, keep the game within striking distance so that you can win the game at the end. Now, is that going to be DeAndre Aiden, Mikhail Bridges? I don't know. Cam Johnson. One of these players are going to have to come up big. JaVale McGee, and then Chris Paul, with his ability to create for others and create for himself, is going to have to have the ability to close the game. So, right now, Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCullough, Buckets. they look like they are coming. Mm-hmm. You know what they say? Who's got next? Well, these guys are coming. And they're playing with confidence. And this kid, Alvarado, mm-hmm. <laughs> this kid, he, he, he he's just – he, he, he's guarding
0: everybody. He was guarding, Man, me, in my, he was guarding yeah. me in my
1: kitchen. Watching I mean, the game. He, he
0: was getting under Paul's skin. He was, he was yeah, really yeah. starting to get to him. You know, the first few games have been okay. Today, you started to see the Suns getting really irritated. Well, let me tell you some of the antics. Something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Tell you a little secret. At that point guard position.
1: As you mature, as you age... There's certain things that you just don't want to do anymore. And one of them is you don't want to be defended for 94 feet.
0: That's the first thing. <laughs> Extra long day at work.
1: Okay. You know, now Chris Paul right now, workload has just increased. He's, he's got double the workload. Not only does he have to distribute and do all those things, he's got score now. Mm-hmm. And this kid, Al- Alvarado, is that how you pronounce his name? Alvarado, yeah. Alvarado. yeah. He is forcing Chris Paul to utilize energy he just don't want to use right now. At What, what is Chris like, 36, uh-huh. 37, 36, mm-hmm. somewhere around there? Mm-hmm. He just don't want to use that energy anymore. So right now, you know, the coaching staff, they've made an effort and said, we are going to force Chris to expend extra energy, which he doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. its yeah I've been there. I, I can look at <laughs> his face and I can, I, I can tell you.
0: And, 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 when and, and, you
1: get older, you don't want to do it.
0: And that's what I said earlier. You know, um, with the longer these series go on, the higher chance there is for an injury or, you know, these other players getting worn out. So it's important to take care of business swiftly. And the Golden State Warriors are looking to do just that. They helped a 3-1 lead. They had a very winnable game against the Devon Nuggets. They couldn't get that done on the road. I'm expecting them to win in five games, the next matchup. Do you see any way of Denver extending this series?
1: You know, in, in, in these playoffs, you don't know what to expect anymore. These things take a turn. They take a turn very quickly. You know, I, I just have a hard time watching Denver right now. I'm a little upset with Denver, as you know, Mo.
0: Anyone who tuned in on Friday will know.
1: Okay. I'm a little upset with them. It took them four games to figure out. Oh, we're bigger than them. Oh, we could post them up. Oh, uh, they figured out now. So,
0: so, so okay. game five. So we will
1: see. We will. And then I heard today during the broadcast. You know what? What did what did Coach Malone say? I, I had to I had to mute it. What did he say in the huddle? Mo. He said uh, uh, I couldn't we hear. We have it. to play our paint. We. We had, a out, oh, we had oh, an
0: out. He goes, run. He just goes, run. We got, we, we got to wear them down. Yeah, we got to wear them down. I'm like. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you are <can't. laughs> no, not
1: That's what the Warriors want you to do. They want you to play that. That frenetic pace. Mm-hmm. You got to slow the game down. You got to slow the game down. Keep the game at a snail's pace offensive rebound, and give your big people, because that's your advantage, to play big yeah. boy basketball. But
0: I, I, what I, do I know? I expected the Warriors to win last night. I was quite surprised that the Nuggets got it done. And I think if Draymond hadn't fouled out in that final minute, the Warriors would have won that game. Um, so fair play to Denver for securing that win, I don't think it goes any further than five games. I'd be shocked if he went six or, dare I say, seven. That would be an absolute shock. But there are two other series in the West – both of which are very close right now. Let's start with Dallas versus Utah. Tied at 2-2. Luka Doncic has just come back from his injury. Utah won game four with a Donovan Mitchell. He made a rare pass to Rudy Gobert because he, <laughs> he doesn't pass the ball to Rudy Gobert. And this time he did. It was an alley-oop. That won them the game. Um, so so crazy You said like that's
1: a rare sighting. It, like it, it,
0: it is. It is. He passes to Rudy less times than anyone else on the team. Plus, it's Rudy. really less times than he turns the ball over. So, you know, it's a, a very rare sighting. The Utah Jazz win that one, and now it's a best of three series, and Luka Doncic is coming back. Three games. I've got Dallas coming out, because I think Luka is too much. Jalen Brunson, Spencer Dinwiddie, I think they can cause problems, and the role players for Dallas have been fantastic. Who have you got for that best of three remaining?
1: Well, conventional wisdom would have Dallas winning this series. Now, the only thing I didn't like about Dallas in the last game were the two players you just announced, you know, Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie, right? They've been incredibly aggressive.
0: In the first yeah. what three
1: games of the series?
0: Yeah, they had to be without Luca. Yeah, I
1: didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see the same level of aggressiveness. that they've won. You got to figure whatever was working. You got to you got to roll with it, right? Yeah, I think Luca threw off the balance a little bit. Yeah, I think Luca ex- exactly. Now we'll see what happens. It, it takes some time when you get a great player back, and I can't look. Luca deserves the touches. Luca deserves all this. And by the way, Dallas could have easily won that game. I mean, yes. it came really down to the last second last second uh, of the game. So I think Dallas is going to win. I don't want to get too in-depth about it, but I think at home, a little home cooking. Now Lucas back in the fold. Um, I think Dallas should win this game
0: and should win the series. Well, the other close series in the Western Conference is Memphis Grizzlies, the second seed versus the seventh seed, Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes. It's been very close, and I've got to say it's probably because the basketball's not been very... I don't want to say very good. I just want to say um, a little bit underwhelming compared to what we were expecting, especially from the Memphis Grizzlies. You know, credit to the Timberwolves for making this a really fun series. They have matched up really nicely. Um, we've seen big leads being blown away. We've seen trash talking gone wrong, as we spoke about on Friday's episode. But this has now become a best of three. Um, Memphis obviously have the home court, so two games in Memphis, one in Minnesota. How do you see this one playing out? Game seven on the cards? I think so. I want to be very careful here. I, I, I'm really rooting.
1: I'm a huge Anthony Edwards fan now. Yes, yeah, same. Okay, you know, there have been a couple of players here that you've seen young players. And I'm sure we're going to get to one is Jason Tatum's play has been really elevated. I've really taken notice what he's done. Yeah. Anthony Edwards is another young player That you're saying You know, you could look at Jordan Poole I you know he didn't have a good game today But you're saying These young players are playing You know, Jalen Brunson Maxie Tyrese Maxi has been sensational I, I, So Yeah Go ahead, go ahead
0: No, no, no I, I was just about to say like What's crazy to me is It's not the bubble And it's not like It's, it's like we're back to normal now but before, I don't remember young players stepping up like this in the playoffs. Like, this is a yeah, whole... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is something different, Mo. It, it,
1: it's not normal. Maybe it, it's normal... Or it's the, the new normal. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's something that's brand... It's, it's, it's a little different. It's, you know, I remember when the bubble happened. The game looked totally different. And then the shortened season, the game in the playoffs looked a little different. This is something different, Mo.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: these young players, like today, the kids bones highland. Yeah. Mo, I don't recall
0: Crazy. a rookie Crazy.
1: coming down with no passes and just shooting a 35-footer and the coach is over there clapping. Like, like okay, like let's go. Like four That's, or five
0: times in a row. Not just one-off. This off, is what like I'm saying. four or five like, in a row.
1: There are things happening now. I mean, Jordan Poole is the number one option for the Golden State Warriors right now.
0: That's crazy.
1: Like, like what's going on? You know what I mean? It's it's just, it's just, you know. Um, but getting back to this Minnesota series, I'm a little concerned about my good friend John Moran. I'm a little concerned. This league, especially in the playoffs, has a way of exposing every weakness or every part of if any part of your game is weak or needs you know, needs, uh, you know, a little refining. It gets exposed in the playoffs. Especially on defense. Okay. The Minnesota Timberwolves, are they are targeting John Moran. hmm and it's, and it's a little bothersome now. Because what's going to end up happening, Mo, is once someone finds out something in this league, it gets passed around. hmm Okay, now, John Morant is too good of an athlete not to be a better than average defender. Hmm. Well, He's too good of an athlete. Okay? Well. But now, Mo, what we're seeing is the Minnesota Timberwolves are saying, let's go right at him. Yes. And in order for you to be an elite guard at that position, you have to be able to, at the very least, contain the ball. Mm-hmm. because you are the initial point of defense for your team now i saw it in a one game i saw it two games but all of a sudden that game three mo even though they won game three
0: patrick beverly and company they went right after him Oh no, they've been going at him throughout every game so far in the series. They've been driving the ball at John oh, Moran and attacking into the paint. Okay. Now, when I first saw Mo, I was like, okay. But he's too good. And but he's so, not been giving you the offensive production to offset that. Well, I
1: when someone's attacking you constantly, Mo on one end, it's going to affect the other. When someone is constantly attacking you, Mm. it's going to affect the other parts of your game. Because why? Because the team has to compromise its defense in order to compensate for what the lack of something that's happening. He is the point. He is the first point. He's the first guy who initiates the defense. Point of attack,
0: yes. So I'm a
1: little concerned right now, Mo, because this is – it's a little like I'm like, you know, he has all of the necessary skills to be a, a, a better than average defender. But how did they how did they expose this in the playoffs? Mm. Like, I just find it like, wait a minute, hold on. They're a good defensive team. Da, da 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 But I'm a little concerned. So, right now, Mo, because it's not like you cannot play him. It's yep. not like he's not going to be in the game for I mean, thirty-five plus. I mean, minutes. I don't
0: know if I want to be the one who's to say it, but they look better when Tyus Jones is in the game. Now I'm not saying uh, Tyus Jones is better than Jamal no, Murray. I'm just saying no, 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 in no, this particular I, matchup, in this particular well, matchup, the Grizzlies have looked better. I'm concerned than right than now. I'm just, it, who who you just, got though? Who you got though? Because it's two-two right now. I'm who, going with Memphis. I, I'm going to stick with Memphis. In what five, uh, six or seven? I think Memphis should end this in six. I think this. I think this
1: should go. I think they can go home, win, and then come back. Okay. Well, in saying all of this, they still
0: had a chance to win every game, but I'm a little concerned with that. Well, because they're targeting him. Speaking of superstar point guards who play no defense, Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks are down three-one to the Miami Heat. Trey Young with a very underwhelming nine points, five assists, and one rebound against the Heat last night in game number four. He was complaining about a defense saying he hasn't been guarded this closely since high school. My question is, what the hell was going on in the playoffs last year if they weren't guarding him like this? But anyway, I digress. The Miami Heat, they're looking like they're snapping into form in the right time. You know, Jimmy Butler, 36 and 10 last night. Yes. He started to take over and look a bit like that Jimmy Butler from the bubble that we all remember. But having said that, the one game that they did lose reaffirmed my questions about the Miami Heat in if it's a close game, who's going to be the guy that steps up because Jimmy's shot wasn't falling, Tyler's shot wasn't falling. It was interesting for me to see. But I see the Miami Heat just breezing through the rest of the series. Victor Oladipo got some minutes with no Kyle Larry back. How important is it to close out a series quickly so that your guys can recover from injuries before the next round?
1: Well, when you're in the playoffs, mode, you want to win every game that you have an opportunity to win. So, you know, injuries occur. It was great to see Victor Oladipo, by the way, back out on the court tonight. Yep, yep. And, and, you know, series can turn very quickly with an injury here or there. Now, Kyle Lowry was out tonight, didn't play. And I was a little concerned, and I watched this game with interest because of the absence of Kyle Lowry. But give Jimmy Butler credit. He stepped up, filled in admirably. Mm -hmm. They got huge contributions from their bench. Jimmy was terrific. He was the best player without question on the floor. And they won the game. So win the games you're supposed to win. Take care of your business and uh, move on. Because the next series, if it's going to be Philadelphia, has an opportunity to be a
0: good one. But you know
1: what? They have their own set of problems down in Philly. With Joel Embiid and all these, I was just about to say,
0: um, Clint Capella came back and gave the Hawks a good 20 minutes. Good to see him out there Yeah, he did. That was good to see Clint out. It was good uh, to see him out there. You you just mentioned it right there, though. Philly is up 3-1 on the Toronto Raptors. And I asked you this in the studio earlier. I said, what if Philly become the first team to throw away a 3-0 lead in the playoffs? I don't think they do. I think they close it out 4-1. But Joel Embiid is now playing with a torn ligament in his thumb on his shooting hand, I believe which is very worried he's elected to have surgery after the end of the season. Very admirable that he wants to play through because he thinks that this is his chance to win a championship. Tyrese Maxey is playing out of his mind basketball right now. James Harden has stepped into the facilitator role, although, you know, a lot of these guys in media are saying he's finished. I like the way that he's adapted into this new role. Um, And he's really letting Maxey do his thing. Tobias Harris is playing his game nicely. Do you see a world in which... The Raptors can win the next game and then the next one. And tie absolutely, it up.
1: Mo. That's why you play. Mo. I wouldn't be respecting the game if I didn't say absolutely you
0: can't. Yeah, well, we we're about to talk about the Bulls versus the Bucks after this. And I think yeah, yeah. That, that is not yeah, absolutely. absolutely for them. You know,
1: <laughs> you know what? Absolutely. So the hardest game to win, Mo is the closeout game. Mm. I can tell you this about the Raptors. You know, I went to school in Iowa, and Nick Nurse went to school at UNI, University of Northern Iowa. So I've been knowing him for quite some time, Mm -hmm. since our collegiate days. He's a fighter Mm -hmm. by nature. Now, I can tell you one thing. The Toronto Raptors are going to show up with a game plan. Mm -hmm. They're going to play hard for 48 minutes. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't tell you whether they're going to make the shots or miss the shots, but I know this. They're going to give you the effort, and I know they're coming.
0: Starring the Man. rookie of the year. Congratulations, Scotty Barnes won the rookie of the year. Yes. Congratulations, Scotty Barnes.
1: Well deserved. This is a great rookie class. You know, Evan Mobley and those guys, very close race, but Scotty Barnes was terrific. And I can tell you this these guys are going to give you the effort and the energy necessary. And it's going to take a better than average, better than average game by the Philadelphia 76ers
0: to beat this team. Mm-hmm. Because they're not going away quietly. And I mean, they're they, not going to give up. They even got Precious of coming down, putting up off the off the dribble in transition, hitting threes. Like the Raptors are turning into a whole different beast. Maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but after that, I think the Raptors are a terrifying prospect to face. But you know, you said you got to respect the game and say that they're capable of coming back and making this a series and potentially getting to a game seven. But I don't see that happening with Milwaukee and Chicago. Milwaukee hold a commanding three-one lead. And in the last two games, I believe they've won both games in the United Center by a combined fifty-four points. Um, they've absolutely destroyed the Chicago Bulls. We said before the series started that we had the Bucks in five out of respect for DeMar Rosen, who could win that one game, and he did that in game two. But ever since then, without Chris Middleton, who's been injured, the Milwaukee Bucks have been absolutely terrorizing the Chicago Bulls, getting it done on defense, offense. It's been a masterclass. It looks like the beast has finally been awoken in the Milwaukee Bucks after coasting through this year.
1: Well, I can't help but stop and look at one player.
0: How good is this kid, Giannis? Oh, no, he's not good. I, I, he's not even good. He's great. He's, he's in a different yeah, I, realm I, right I, now.
1: I, I, I mean, let's end
0: all of this. This is his era now, and he's the best mm-hmm. player in this era. Yeah, this okay. is what I said to someone before. They said, you know, they said, oh, I don't think Giannis can do it without Chris Munnison. I said, well, remember when LeBron used to carry his teams, regardless of who was injured or whatever? Giannis is that good. He could do that now. That's how good he is. This right is now. this is his era.
1: He's the best player. You know what? He 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 you know, he there is something that was happening today. We didn't have a chance to talk about it in, 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 on TV today. But let's talk about it here for a second. Mm. You know who's
0: really turned into a pretty good coach? It's this guy, Coach Bud. Mm, he listened to all the slander for many years from me. I'm no, glad he I, took the you, feedback you, on
1: you, board. You know, <laughs> okay. And the reason I say this, Mo, is because you always tell – you can always tell about someone in adversity. When things are going good and you see someone score and things are going, the shots are going, oh, man, this guy's great. Game of his life, all these things. But here's the thing that I love I-, I love with Coach Bud that you've seen to grow. Okay, Middleton goes down, right? Middleton goes down, game yep. two.
0: Out correct? for the next two to three weeks, yeah.
1: Okay. Game three, game four, and, and, and in particular today, Coach Bud knows his team, he knows his strength, mm-hmm. and he's coaching to his strengths, and he goes at the weaknesses of the other team. In game two, DeMar DeRozan was sensational, right? What do you he 41 points.
0: Yeah, pick he's, he's got
1: he, – Hey, hey, he was doing everything. Mid-range, three ball to the basket, so forth and so on. Game three, Coach Bud says, if we're going to lose, this is how we're going to lose. He's going
0: left. hmm We are attacking him. He's going left. He's not getting to his spots. Okay. Making it uncomfortable. Then we're going to throw multiple sh- bodies at They're down. Test.
1: They're down Middleton. So he strategically keeps either Giannis or Drew Holiday on the court for the full 48 minutes to anchor his bench because he's only playing about seven or eight players. Yes. Now, the reason that's important, Mo, is because you're seeing someone coach on the fly. He's not talking about – he's not saying, oh, it's going to mess up my rotation. And then, Mo, once he finds one a player that's going to contribute, today it was Grayson Allen. The game before that, it was Bobby, Bobby Portis. Mm. In the third and fourth quarter, he gets the balls to his best players 100% of the time. Carry us on. Now, Mo, it's, it's kind of a beautiful thing. He's made the game simple. Everybody knows what their job is. And once and, you do your job, you have a player who can play the game at that level. That, to me, Mo, watching him today at halftime, Mo, did you – I mean, you watched the game. You and I watched the game together. Giannis had the ball in his hand 100% in his, of the time in the third and fourth quarter. I'm
0: shaking my head because that third quarter was a scary sight. Giannis goes down, gets the bucket, comes back, blocks the shot, takes the ball in transition, dimes to the corner. Gets another stop, brings the ball up, gets a layup Got a, with the spin move. It's get, get and one. He's playing cheat code basketball right now. He's like, if you guys have seen me play my player on 2K, he's playing cheat code basketball right now because he's, he's going crazy. And it terrifies me as a Boston Celtics fan because the Boston Celtics are currently up three zip on the Brooklyn Nets. And if they can pull off the win, they will have to face the Milwaukee Bucks in the next round. And I think that Giannis Andrew Holiday are two of the best defenders that you can have on table Brown. But that's another conversation that we'll get to if we get to it. But this series, hey, eh? Boston, Brooklyn, 3-zip. Tonight is game four. They could close it out. We'll have to see. I think Brooklyn have got one last bit of fight in them. But, PJ, what did you make of game three between the Celtics and the Nets?
1: You know, Mo, I, I, I try not to get into this, you know, having hot takes. But it's hard not to not have a take about what you see there for the
0: Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me ask you this. Who's the best yes. player on the court? Oh, so Jason Tatum is the best and, player. And who's the second best player on the court?
1: Jalen Brown, best second best player. mm
0: mm-hmm. Just, just you know, I just
1: think it's interesting. Yeah, uh, no, without question, those two are the best. Those two two are the best players on the court,
0: defense and offense. Okay.
1: Now, first, I want to start with the coaching. Okay. Let me start off the court, okay? Uh, Mo, I think it's important for you, me, and our listeners. To understand the following. Let's define coaching. It's it's, you know, I can't just get it up here, you know. I'm listening to other shows and some of the shows, oh man, this guy should be fired. And, you know, that's it, easy to say, right? You know, it's I'm not I'm not calling for anybody's job, but let's define what a coach is, right? Coaching mode is about helping to take people places where they can't take themselves, Mm -hmm. that's coaching. I love that. Okay, Mo, that's what coaching is. It's like being a parent. You know, Mo, you gotta help, you gotta, you try, you try to help take people to places where they can't take themselves by imparting and instilling good habits, giving them words of encouragement, giving them constructive criticism when necessary, but more importantly, helping and putting these young people in places where they can excel and be the best version of themselves. Mm -hmm. Kevin Durant not playing well doesn't bother me. Name me a player who hasn't played bad in a game. Raise your hand. What bothers me, though, Mo, is I know I have a player who should be getting 30 points a game no matter what. Mm -hmm. And it's my job to put him in position to get 30 at night for himself and create offense for others so that it gives us a chance to win the game. And Mo, I can't say that you can't, and do that's that. bothering me. You and can't. Mo, that's, and that's bothering me now, Mo. It's mm. bothering me because, okay, one game. Okay. All right. It's hey, two games But Mo. I've never seen Kevin Durant
0: have a bad series. Like this, mm, it's giving flashbacks from the Memphis series when he was an OKC. No, 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 no Mo, Mo. I've never seen him had a let a me ask. Series you, let me ask like you this. this. Let me ask you this, okay? Because everyone, everyone wants to talk about Kevin Durant being bad. When was the last time you saw a team play defense this good in a playoff series? Hey, Mo.
1: I can't help. If you're going to have something good, you got to have something bad.
0: Hmm. Okay. Good offense, Trumps, good defense. Okay, but but everyone's saying uh Kevin this is the a bad worst series. Of, the reason this he's is, having a bad okay. offense is because of the okay. defense.
1: I'm not taking away anything away. I'm not taking away anything from what the Celtics have done. The Celtics are playing defense how you suppose they're playing physical, they're on a string, they're communicating, they're fighting over picks, they're contesting every shot, they're in the slots, they're doing everything you're supposed to do. But, Mo, I also know good offense when I see it, (laughs) okay? (laughs) All right? I know good offense when I see it, all right? First things first. Let's have the proper spacing. Second, how about setting a screen? If I see the Boston Celtics run through another screen, I might get out there and try to go out there and play Because, Mo, this is the playoffs. (laughs) Mo, Mo, listen, listen to me. Listen, I played in an era of Mo where I know a little something about physics. I may not know about the crossovers and the double step backs and all of that. But, Mo, I know this. When I went down to set a screen, it was my job to put my body on the line and take on that screen, whoever that was, and let that man either hit me in the chest, get screened, or he's gonna have a he's gonna have a foul because I got to stand my ground. Mo, the subjects are just running through the screens.
0: Yep, and if it's not that, they're also just switching, pre-switching on the screens because they've got. If great I see like Kevin Durant everywhere.
1: stand at the top of the key one more time, just asking for the ball. I I, 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 I got to
0: run through the television. Okay, well, let me it, ask you it, this. It, it, it's game it, four tonight. Is... Do you think the Sogas can complete the sweep in game four this evening? Because it seems to me that Mo, not if many changes have been made. Like for Mo,
1: if they continue to play the way they're playing, absolutely. Why? Because they are the more aggressive team. First thing you got to have, Mo, in the playoffs, ball movement player movement this is just basketball one-on-one I'm not asking that he got to run a specific play I'm not asking that he has to have some sophisticated counter play just run basic offense that has ball movement player movement whatever that may be and the proper spacing on the floor so that the Celtics can't load up on Kevin Durant
0: well, Jason Tate's been doing now, a great job one-on-one, even now, without now, the loading Now, up.
1: listen, now, Mo, Mo, for instance, Kevin Durant is a seven-footer. Yes. How many times have we seen him on a post-up? Just catch the ball on the post, Kevin. Hey, Kevin.
0: Because they're not letting him the get to the, the, post. the post. They're pushing him off the post.
1: Okay, Mo. Kevin Durant, if it's, if it's one thing I know about KD, he loves to score. Kevin Durant. We I'm gonna run you to the post, and your job is to do let the cutters go by. If the double team doesn't come, you operate. If the double team does come, take on the double team, and I can live with an open shot on the weak side. Mm. This is just basketball one-on-one. But if you catch that ball again at the top of the key and out here trying to play, and you got (laughs) the Celtics, it's funny. Soon as he catches the ball, they put two guys on the elbow, one on both sides. So does, he's looking at like literally five people every time he catches the ball, and that's the that's the offense.
0: Well, I think the Sox have played a great job on defense. I think you know the talent was outmatched in this series. The Brooklyn roster is not balanced in the slightest. They don't have two Brooklyn, way players. No, they no, just no, have no, no. players that could offense I, or players and, that could defense. That's the problem. And and here's the thing.
1: Mo, I get it. When someone outplays you, I can live with that. Mo, you have Blake Griffin and these guys over there. And I'm not saying that's the answer. But at least match up to the game. Mm. Why we have Seth Curry and Bruce Brown... is it, Bruce Brown is that his name? That's his name, right? Yeah. I always get his name mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Brown, they're guarding Tice. They're guarding Al Horford. Yep. Al, this doesn't make sense to me, Mo. Mo, I'm not saying it's a that mismatch this version for the of Celtics Griffin every the time. Answer. It's a it, Mo. No, at least cooked.
0: match up. Yeah, he got. Cooked, at but. least match up, Mo. Mo I mean, just at least match up. We will we'll talk all about. Well, we'll talk about on another episode, maybe in the off season, because it's too much to go into right now as we've got to wrap this one up, is Ben Simmons, their best defender, is deciding not to play game four. So he won't be there. Um, he'll instead be no, wearing... We can't get into that right now. Colorful now
1: you've got... To, outfit on the sidelines. You know how lines. you were earlier? You know how you were earlier? You were little, <laughs> then, well, no, that was on Friday. <laughs> I'm not prepared yeah. to do that right now. We'll save that. We'll save so let's, that. let's you and I, let's save that. And let's just I, I'm looking continue forward to, the to game talk tomorrow. about what's happening. I'm looking forward yeah, to the game.
0: To it. We've got the Celtics and the Nets. The Celtics are trying to close it out. We've got the Raptors and the Sixers. The Sixers are trying to close it out. They're back at home. And then the Jazz and the Mavs tied up at 2-2. That's going to be a fascinating game. See what Luka Doncic brings. We're going to be here all week for you. The Hoop Genius Podcast. Make sure that you subscribe. Leave a review. Leave a rating. BJ and I will be here every day this week breaking down the playoff actions. BJ, I need three predictions before we go. First game, Boston, Brooklyn. Who you got? I'm
1: sticking with Brooklyn.
0: Okay. I'm going to stick with it. Sixers, Raptors. Sixers. In Philly. And then Mavs, Jazz. In Dallas. Okay. We just go with Brooklyn, Philly, and Mavericks. And we're going to have to see. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Uh, just a warning. If uh, the Boston Circuits do win, I don't, I'm not even here again to against that. You better hope they lose because you don't want to hear from me if they sweep through the Brooklyn Nets. But anyway, oh, No, 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 no. I want to hear from you,
1: Mo. Because you know what? Right now, Mo, you know what? I'm not letting you get away trying to be all nice and coy
0: <laughs> and all those things.
1: And you know what?
0: <laughs> I want you
1: to have that heat whether you win, lose, or draw.
0: Hey, what we're you gonna said, see.
1: You know the vibes. <laughs> you know the vibes. And you know what, Mo. I'm not letting you get away with your vibes that you had today. Uh, you, you know uh, what, Mo? <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? Yeah. that that Mo that I saw in the studio. Hey, don't bring him to the show anymore.
0: Listen, don't bring we'll him see, to the we'll show. See, we'll see. We'll see. Because you do know the vibes. And you know one thing. We're gonna be here. The energy is gonna be on 10. You guys listening at home are gonna be here. Because if they don't going to win be tomorrow, I'm not worried.
1: Okay. If they don't my win, prediction so I'm going to be my prediction was so
0: in on My prediction was so in 5 So if they don't win, I'm not worried. Just, just to let you know. Just to yeah, let, let you know, I expect Brooklyn to win. I expect the man they call the greatest scorer of all time, the man who they were proclaiming as the best player in the world. I expect Brooklyn to win tomorrow's game Who said that? Oh, do you know? Let's see all the media. All the media saying KD's the best player in the world. All the media say you know KD's man. the best scorer of our generation. KD's the best scorer of all time. KD this, KD that. Oh, Kyrie Irving, KD, most skilled duo of all time. Even, who, who was it that came out? Can I ask it's you one Grady question? Came out can
1: one, I ask you one question? All right, I'm go ahead, on, go on, ahead, on, go on, ahead. we got to wrap this up go Go ahead. ahead so
0: we got to wrap this up.
1: I just want to ask you. Can you define to me, maybe not now, what is... When they no. say, things like he's the most skilled. No, that's what the does most.
0: That mean that is. I'm gonna. T- what you does this. that mean? I'm gonna tell you this. That's the most stupidest thing. Because defense is a skill, passing is a skill, rebounding is a skill. When they say skilled, they just talk about taking difficult shots and doing crossovers. That's what they mean when they say skilled. I, I'm not here for it. I don't believe in that. What Giannis does is a skill. What Shaq did was a skill. What Akeem Olajuwon did was a skill. So when they talk about this is the most skilled duo of all time, I'm not here for it. And if you are the most skilled duo of all time, win the next four games in a row. But until then, make sure you guys are subscribed to the Genius <laughs> Podcast. Make sure that you're locked in here. Every Somebody, day day.
1: please, please tell me what is what does that mean? Man. Yeah, I just want to know what that
0: means. Man. I just Man. essentially that's, that's a conversation for another day. Because until yeah, that day, for another day, we've got to keep going. And until tomorrow, my peoples, make sure you get buckets.